title of my message this morning, The Power to Bless. Right? I, I, I started off with um, the book of Psalms, Psalm 103, and I talked about um, bless the Lord for the sake of your soul. And I said it's going to be a two-part sermon, but now it's become a three-part sermon. So I'm going to give part two today, and then the next time I come up, I'll talk about um, talk again about this. But today I want to talk to you about the power to bless. And um, last two weeks ago, I read Psalm 103, verse one and two. Right? Can you recite it together with me? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless the Lord, O my soul, forget. Amen. And we looked at these two verses, and I asked this question, why did the psalmist say to his soul, bless the Lord, right? And I said to you, you bless the Lord for your soul's sake. It's for your sake that you bless the Lord, right? And, um, and I talked about these two diseases of the soul, and the two diseases of the soul is pride and ingratitude. And in these two verses, he addresses these two diseases of the soul. When he says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He's talking about blessing God. And the word blessing also can mean boasting. And so he says, boast about God, O my soul. Exalt God, O my soul. Lift God up, O oh my soul. Because when you are boasting about God, you will never ever boast about yourself. When you're boasting about God, you're recognizing where all the good things that have happened in your life have come from. And the source of all good things is God himself. So bless the Lord, O oh my soul. You bless the Lord to protect your soul from the disease of pride. Right? Because to bless God is to exalt God. The soul that blesses God is a soul that protects itself from exalting self above God. The second line of that psalm says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And that's the second cure for that second disease, which is ingratitude. And we talked about it two weeks ago and how easy it is to forget God's benefits, how easy it is to forget God's blessings because we have a tendency to remember all the negative things that happen in our lives and forget all the good things that go on in our lives, right? And so the soul that blesses God makes it a point to never forget God's blessings. And the soul that blesses God protects itself from the toxic effects of ingratitude. So I want to say this, I started off with that because without knowing and experiencing the blessings of God, we cannot be part of God's plan to become a blessing to others. Because that's God's plan for us. We are blessed to be a blessing. That's why there are no hoarders in the church. We may be hoarders at home, but we don't hoard spiritual blessings, right? Because we are blessed to be a blessing. We are called to be blessed and we are called to be a blessing. I want to take you to the Abrahamic covenant, which is really the seed of the church. So let me take you to Genesis chapter 12 first. Genesis 12 verses 1 to 3. That's Genesis 12 verses 1 to 3. 
the Lord had said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. Then he's, this is the critical line. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who treat you with contempt. But this is the critical line I wanted you to hear. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Now you say, but Andrew, that was given to Abraham. That was in the Old Testament. What has that got to do with us? Thank you for asking me that question. You go to Acts chapter 3 and you see Peter preaching his first ever sermon when, when the Holy Spirit came upon all of them on the day of Pentecost. And this is what he does. As he's preaching the sermon, he grabs hold. He goes back to Genesis chapter 12, grabs hold of that line, and he preaches this line. In Acts 3.25, he says, You are the children of those prophets, and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, Through your descendants, all the families on earth will be blessed. He picks up that line, that last line, and he connects it to the church. And as the church is born, he sees that the seed of the church is this, that through you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So when people ask you, where is God in all the suffering? All right? They're actually not challenging God. They're challenging you and me. Because where is God in all the suffering? He has placed the church to be the blessing in that area. Where is God while everything is going on in Ukraine? Thank God for the church. Thank God we can lift up and bless that nation every morning and every afternoon, every evening. Just keep blessing Ukraine until the blessings of God flow in that nation again. That's what the church is for. We are here to be a blessing. We are here so that all the families of the earth will be blessed through us. And so the Apostle Peter captures that in his first ever sermon and gives us the mandate why we exist. Otherwise, every time we get saved and we take you to the sea and we baptize you, we just keep you a little longer so that you can go straight home now that you're saved, right? You may wiggle a little, but don't worry. We've got some strong men. All our leaders will be very strong. They'll keep you down until you go to heaven. But that's not what we do, do we? We baptize you to be immersed in the Father, to be totally immersed in the Son, to be totally immersed in the Holy Spirit. And then when you come out, my dear friends, you carry the blessings of God the Father with you. You carry the blessings of God the Son with you. You carry the blessings of God the Holy Spirit with you. Wherever you go, you are now blessed to be a blessing. So that all the families of the earth will be blessed through you. Yesterday, we were blessed again as a church. We went out and delivered 10 parcels to 10 needy homes. That's 
speaking blessing, and we bless those parcels. And then when we go to their homes, we bless them, right? Why? Because that's why we exist in 340 Welcome Bay Road. We are blessed so that we can bless all the families around us. Is this making sense to somebody? Right? Being blessed is the precursor of becoming a blessing. So if you don't experience the blessings of God, how can you be a blessing to others? That's why the psalmist is very careful to his soul and says, bless the Lord, my friend. Bless the Lord, my soul. Bless the Lord, my soul. Because if you miss the fact that God is blessing you, you cannot become a conduit, a channel of blessing to others. We are blessed to be a blessing. So the importance of recognizing God's blessing is to position ourselves when we feel blessed, we become a channel to bless others. I want to take you to a scripture that really is the precursor of the church and what the church's role is and what every individual Christian's role is in this area of blessing. I take you to number six, which we touched on two weeks ago. Number six, verse 22 to 27. This is the priestly blessing that God gave, that the priest will stand up and they'll bless their nation with these words. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons. This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Then comes this line. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. The word put my name is actually invoke my name. Because you'll see the beginning of every line of blessing is Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. So God is saying, every time you invoke my name, I will send a blessing. Every time you stand up and you invoke the name of our Lord Jesus Christ over Ukraine, God will bless Ukraine. Every time you stand up and you invoke the name of the Lord over your children, your grandchildren, your loved ones, God follows through with his blessings. So this is what he's talking about. The priestly duty of every believer is to stand up and invoke the name of the Lord that the Lord can bless the people you have blessed. Aaron and the priestly blessing was the precursor to the believer and our God-given ability to pronounce blessing to others. It didn't die at that time. It was a shadow of the royal priesthood that will rise up after Christ. And this royal priesthood will now stand before cities, nations, families, and declare and pronounce the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And every time we invoke the name of the Lord, he will bless them. We are called to pronounce blessing. Let me take you to 1 Peter 3. A few scriptures this morning, eh? Oh, you came to church right place to come when you want to hear scriptures 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 9 to 12 listen to these words 
hard, quite harsh words right now to hear. But listen to these words. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. How crazy is that? I've torn that page off my Bible. Can't be right. No, I haven't. It's a tough one, isn't it? But let me read it again and read how he proceeds. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. This is what God has called you to do. It's in scriptures. This is the word of God. This is what God has called you to do. What has he called you to do? To bless. And he will grant you his blessing. You see, you bless, he grants you his blessing. Right? Because whatever comes through you, you receive it as well. When you bless somebody, God blesses them through you. Guess what happens? You as the channel also get the blessing. So why wouldn't I want that? He will grant you his blessing. Then he says, for the scripture says, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. You know where I'm headed with this one. I'm not going to touch that. How many words, how many alphabets is it? Tongue? T-O-6. Six. Six-letter bad word. The tongue. Because how do you bless? You bless with your tongue. Right? And here is Peter saying this. Watch the tongue. Watch it. All right? Don't retaliate with words that insult. Don't repay evil for evil. Right? You pay them back with blessing. Right? And if you want to enjoy God's blessing in your life, he's saying, keep your tongue from speaking evil. See, if you want to experience the power of blessing, we've got to discipline our tongue. And I'm going to get to you, take you to James soon. But look, Jesus practiced this. Every time before a miracle happened, he would declare that first. Every time before he healed somebody, he declared it first. And that's the power of blessing. You speak a blessing and then you perform the blessing. Many people all around want to do good things. We must do good things. 100%. You know, you can't just sit here and pray without acting on your prayer. But a lot of times we perform before we declare. But God is saying, Bless. When you bless, God goes before you. And then your performance is going to be effective. You're talking about your children that you want to see changed. Well, bless them first. And as you bless them, you're going to see God go before you. And then you see your performance, your encouragement, or your um, prayer, or your God bless you statement has an effect in their lives. Because God has preceded you. Because you have blessed them. We are called to pronounce blessings. 
You know, Proverbs 18.21 says this, death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's why Peter is very careful when he says, watch this, right? He says, keep your tongue from speaking evil. Why? Because there's power in this. If you want to enter into this divine gift that God has given us, the power to bless, then we've got to manage this fellow who is in a slippery place, our tongue, right? I'm not saying that Christian, Christian life is just talk only, but I'm saying the Christian life begins with the proper talk and then the proper action, all right? So, and that's what the blessing, Aaron's blessing was. They shall invoke my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. The power of blessing. There's a caveat to this power of blessing. And the caveat is found in James chapter 3, verse 7 to 12. James chapter 3, verse 7 to 12. Now I'll draw this message to a close. We're talking about the power of blessing. We're talking about this divine power given to every Christian believer who is a royal priesthood, that divine ability to bless. And when we invoke the name of the Lord on our loved ones, on our city, on our nation, and in the world, when we invoke the name of the Lord, God blesses through us. But James chapter 3 gives us this warning. James 3, 7 to 12. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. James is saying sometimes we praise God. Sometimes we are cursing the very image of God. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Obviously, the answer is no. Does the fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. You can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. What is he saying? Mixture makes our blessings ineffective. Mixture makes our blessings ineffective. It's all right. It's all right. He's blessing us all as he walks around. <laughs> Mixture makes our blessings ineffective. So I want to say this, my friends. We've got to guard our mouths. Right? We're praying for our nation. How can we call our prime minister names and then stand up and bless the nation? It doesn't work that way. You cannot produce salt water, bitter water, and fresh water. It doesn't happen, right? So we're wanting to see the blessings of God, and we stand up and we curse with one mouth, bless with the other. It doesn't work, James says, right? What is he saying? He's saying you, 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 when you stand to bless, you stand on behalf of God. You are invoking the name of the Lord. When you pray for this nation, you don't stand there as a political member of a political party. When you are blessing 
um, Aotearoa, New Zealand, you're not standing there as a National Party member or a Labour Party member or a Green Party member. You stand in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have to watch how we speak about our government. Even if we don't agree with them, we have to watch what we say. You cannot produce bitter water and fresh water from the same spring. If we want to see this nation blessed, and I want to see this nation blessed, I'm saying to myself and letting you over here as loud as I can, watch how we speak about this nation. Watch how we speak about the people in this nation. Watch how we speak about the leadership in this nation. Because it has to be one spring only, fresh water, blessing that comes through us. So I want to encourage you. Let's bring it closer to home. Our children, our grandchildren, our neighbors, our friends. Watch how we speak about them. Stop speaking negatively about our children. Stop speaking negatively about our spouse. She doesn't. Not in front of me anyway. Stop speaking negatively about your neighbors. Right? Bless them. Bless them. Because mixture makes our blessings ineffective. So let me close with these words. We're talking this morning about the power to bless. As a royal priesthood, we are called to pronounce blessings. Being blessed is the precursor of becoming a blessing. So we got to be experience blessing. So bless the Lord, but don't forget to bless yourself too. Because if you're not experiencing the blessings of God, you cannot be the conduit, the channel to be a blessing to others. When you recognize God's blessings, you can position yourself to become a channel of God's blessings. We are called to be blessed. We are called to be a blessing. Through us, all the families on earth will be blessed. So bless God. Bless yourself. And then become a channel of God to pronounce blessings on everyone around you. And don't forget, mixture makes our blessings ineffective. So watch what you say about others. Stop speaking negatively. Start blessing them. Use your God-given gift to bless others. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon podcast. For more resources, or if you would like to support this ministry, visit us at activefaith.org.nz.